0: I wrote a book a couple years ago called Bad Theology Kills, Undoing Toxic Belief and Reclaiming Your Spiritual Authority. And I wrote the book kind of as a love letter to my younger self. Like, what were the things I needed to hear when I was working through my own faith journey and my faith falling apart? What did I need to know to empower me to get through all of the seemingly Unanswerable questions. So, if that sounds like you, and you're asking questions about like, can I be gay and Christian, or gay and a person of faith, or do I even have to remain Christian? Or maybe you've got questions about hell, or why the GOP and the evangelical church are basically the same thing. Uh, if that's you, I encourage you go pick up a copy of my book. It's called Bad Theology Kills. You can get it at badtheologykills.com. Uh, once again, go to badtheologykills.com, get the book, and let me know what you think. Okay? All right, let's get into the show! Hey friends and welcome back to another episode of A Tiny Revolution, a podcast about ordinary folks living revolutionary lives, allegedly. (laughs) Um, I... You know, I'm on that schedule of y'all gonna get some stuff when you get it because life's a little wild and I don't have an editor working for me quite yet. But rest assured, when the money comes, there's going to be a regular content output situation because I'm going to have somebody else managing and editing the whole kit and caboodle. And if you want to be a part of making that happen, an easy way to support this show and just if you like my work in general is to come join us at The Crowded Table. The Crowded Table is a really dope online spiritual, you know, um, I don't want to call it a community anymore. I want to call it a spiritual social club because we are groups of people from all over the place who are recognizing what it is to be spiritual outside of Christian norms. And uh, sometimes we meet together online, sometimes in person, and also we pay dues. And there are rules, you know? So um, I'm a big fan of it. It's been a wonderful place of learning and connection. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, if like you got kicked out of the church and you need some kind of community to hold you over, The Crowded Table might be a good stop for you. So come on over to thecrowdedtable.mn, that's marynancy.co, and sign up today. It starts at just 7 bucks a month, and you can cancel uh, at any time. There's no contract, blah, blah, blah. So come, hang out. If it's good for you, stick around. If not, no big deal. Um, And yeah, I love you. I hope that this week is going good for you. All right, so I want to tell you about... My friend here on the podcast today, you have seen her all over the internets, on YouTube, on different types of media. You may have even seen her, um, you know, being played on a Jumbotron during Beyonce's Lemonade tour. Um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Evelyn from the internet. Evelyn is a humor writer and digital storyteller based in Austin. And she says that basically just means she puts funny words and videos on the Internet and you can add influencer if you want to send her some free lotion or something. because She love a good lotion. Who don't? Um, as I said before, you've probably seen her on YouTube. She joined back in 2008 and her channel has about 18 million views, about 24,000 subscribers. And she makes a grab bag of content from travel blogs, silly beauty guru-esque video tutorials. The stuff about first-generation American stories and black pop culture commentary. Uh, she received a grant from Google to support Michelle Obama's initiative for global girls' education. You can watch that project over on her channel. And she also won the Excellence in Comedy Award at Toronto's Bufferfest 2019 for the short film "Hello Tim," a mockumentary about a young woman's relationship with a federal agent in her webcam, um, which is. Fucking hilarious if you haven't watched it. Um, on, the pod, on the pod today, um, we kind of just check in and say, hey, because we, uh, you know, we lived through the pandemania, and then we tried to figure out how to take care of ourselves as internet humans. Um, Evelyn and I go back, like we found, like we connected through Twitter originally, and then uh, one day she was like, I'm coming to Atlanta, can I crash at your place? I'm just like, okay, I don't, I don't, I have an air mattress, I don't have much. Um, like, I think I had a mattress on the floor, and I... <laughs> Oh, it was a whole to-do. But either way, um, it's been so much fun being friends with Evelyn, and I'm excited for you to get to know her, too. So please grab yourself something to drink. Grab yourself qu- I'm currently drinking, what is called a cold brew concoction. Um, it's delicious. Um, but, yeah, I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is my conversation with the fabulous, wonderful, the incomprehensible Evelyn from the internet. Give it up. woo, woo. woo. So like, also, so like here's the deal also. It's just like I just want to say for the record, we're real life friends. We're not oh, just absolutely. we're not just like two like influencer homies who are like doing those things, but we actually oh,
1: like
0: Yeah. We, I <laughs> yeah. I, I mean also listen, I was thinking about this like first time you and I hung out, like you came to you were in town for something else and you were crashing at my place, and my place was literally not put together. I did not have it I mean, that
1: was fine to me.
0: (laughs) I'm so so glad. I think it's like my, I'm just like, this is what I have to offer. And I just need to be okay with that. But just like, I'm like, man, I couldn't, I didn't even get the couch on time. It was supposed to be there.
1: Oh, yeah. It Uh. was fine. Southern hospitality. I think you made tacos or quesadillas or something.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And we watched that fucking, uh, that 80, that, uh, the 80s ladies wrestler show on Netflix. Glam bomb? Oh. Nope.
1: Something like that. Roller La- skating?
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't roller skating. It was uh, was it
1: wrestling?
0: Yeah, it was ladies wrestling.
1: Oh, it was wrestling. Glow.
0: It's glow. That's what it's called.
1: Glow. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Non-spawn. Uh, we just watched it. Anyways, <laughs> um, the question I always start out with is, how do you introduce yourself to people these days? What do you say? It's like, hey, I- so we out somewhere and like. I'm a friend of a, you know, a friend of a friend walks up and says, oh, hey, like, I'm Gina and I'm an oncologist, you know, and.
1: Wow. And just
0: and she turns to you just like, what's uh, what's your deal? What do you like doing?
1: OK, yeah, I would say I'm Evelyn and I usually say I'm a video producer, Um. And that's really what I leave it as, unless they ask me. Oh, more. what kinds and then I'm like, I'm an internet person.
0: In that <laughs> like, it's just like <laughs> it's, it does it feel weird to say still.
1: It does because I think it's still even though it's like 2022, mm-hmm. I think it's still pretty unconventional to work for yourself. Yeah and so it's very difficult to say hey i just do whatever i want kind of and like it's my job <laughs> yeah. cuz that's what i feel like i'm actually saying i can't say a place that i work mm-hmm. so i say what i do
0: mm-hmm. the thing it to create yeah and also you've been you've been on the block for the and by that i mean like the internet block for a long
1: I mean, yeah,
0: long time is
1: too long, too long. (laughs) long.
0: What was your what was your instant messenger handle back in the day?
1: Oh, my gosh. It was. Are you ready? Because it was my first YouTube name because I got on YouTube just as a user, like to get an account and like watch videos back in like 2007. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what's the most throwaway thing I could use? Of course, it's my AOL Situation from my youth, so <laughs> it was. Are you ready for this? Probably
0: not. Probably.
1: <laughs> it was Spicy Eve.
0: Yeah. Is that your rap name, Spicy <laughs>
1: Eve? It was Spicy Eve. That was my instant messenger name when I was a child. Because this shows you I was a child. I was like, I like spicy food, and my name's Eve. <laughs> <Put it together>.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100.
1: And so so that was... Then I started uploading to YouTube and I was stuck with the name. Under
0: Spicy Eve. Under Spicy Eve. Hey, y'all, it's your girl Spicy Eve out here.
1: (laughs) I don't remember if I would actually say my username because I remember hating it just from the beginning. Somebody go back and
0: find out. Somebody go back and find out.
1: And so then years later, YouTube finally introduced the feature of letting you change your channel's name and I was like yes dear God thank you so now every once in a while when I meet someone they're like hey spicy <laughs> and I'm like
0: like <laughs> it's like cousin please <laughs> like not in, not in public not in public <laughs> oh that's okay like the first this has happened more frequently now since we first met. Cause like, I was like, I was like, I was also like, when we were first hanging out in Austin, like I was watching you a little bit. Cause like people would come up to you and recognize you and it was like, huh, she's just very gracious about it. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> and- I mean,
1: I guess, I think it also has to do with living in Austin. There mm-hmm. isn't like, there isn't necessarily a culture of mm-hmm. internet people here as compared to maybe like LA or right New York, where everybody might have a podcast or everybody might have a YouTube channel. And also it's kind of like, oh, you do that? Cool, cool. I don't know anybody who does that.
0: It looks like I've never met anybody who just internets. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It was just uh it was lovely to see and now that like It is. It happens more frequently, but I'm also just like mostly in queer spaces, so I guess that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like it's just a cute little time. And my favorite thing is like I'm sorry if this is weird for you, and I'm like it's not. It's not. Not anymore. My favorite
1: thing is when my friends. So like I have very few, um, like internet people, as friends in real life, Um, as in in my city. Yeah, yeah, same. um, I don't two.
0: I know two, but they don't even live in the city. They live north of the city,
1: right? And so, if me and my friends are out at like a concert or something, and someone like walks up to me, it's hilarious to watch my friends like disperse. (laughs) They're like, "We're (laughs) not taking nobody's picture. We're not doing none of that. (laughs) Selfies only."
0: It's like, oh, you got to go work real quick. All right.
1: See you at the car sis.
0: <laughs> Ugh. I, I, um, I annoyingly did that to um I don't know if you know who Brian Jordan Alvarez is. He's uh uh oh. gay, gay, uh white Puerto Rican, uh no, white Cuban? I think he's Cuban. Do you
1: guys like the funny videos?
0: Yeah, where he's like, where's the wicks? And it's like, hey y'all, this is Ter- Becky Lombardi.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I, I, I saw him at a, like a, a dance party. I almost said DP, which now means something different out on these internet streets. When I say DP, I'm like, oh my God, I love a DP. They're like, and I'm like, dance party. What are you thinking? Dance party. Um, I love a DP. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I ran to him there. And of course I was like dressed like, I, I tied my shirt around like just a little bralette situation and was wearing mm-hmm. sheer white lace bell bottoms.
1: Oh, you had your booty out? With, Yo with a jock,
0: with a jock. And I go up to him and like, like I'm like glittered out and I'm sweaty and I'm like, um, excuse me, I'm so sorry to interrupt your conversation. I really like your work. And he's like, oh yeah, thanks. I'm just like, and then I and I asked to take a picture and his boyfriend took it and I felt so bad. But this boyfriend, <laughs> his boyfriend offered and I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> If you want to go have dinner sometime, let me know. Bye! And I just ran off. <laughs> Ugh. My embarrassment level is either non-existent or my entire world. I don't mm-hmm. have an in-between. hmm hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. Now tell me, how you been, kid? How's how's life? How have you been feeling?
1: Um, uh, let me let me think. Let me think. Let me answer honestly. I would love to. Um I am. A strong six. Mm. Um, out of 10? And, yeah, out of 10. You know, it's like, things could be worse. Things could also be better. But the things that could be better are very, like, not having to do with me individually. Right. Like, I feel like the world could be better. Mm, I don't know what <laughs> um, you mean.
0: Is so great.
1: And so it's like... Um, you know, we got through our hopefully only uh, winter freeze here in Texas, and everybody was like triggered from last year, like the snowpocalypse, mm-hmm. but it looks like we made it through. So now we all just have 700 bottles of water in our garage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Prepped and hydrated.
1: And hydrated. So, I mean, I'm doing all right. Things are fun. Things are exciting. And then sometimes things are boring.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's, I, at least now that I'm in my 30s, I'm now recognizing uh, what it is to just live day to day now or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I think our, our 20s are always marked by like this perpetual going somewhere. This is just temporary. We're always going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got through all that, I, I was my body was still trying to keep up that momentum when really it was craving to to slow down to chill yeah and to be rooted for sure
1: mm. for sure yeah i like i used to bullet journal mm. and this was like in 2020 right and i feel like i needed that at the time um i needed that outlet to Put everything in a list, find make sense of things. But now I'm just like kind of raw donging life and I'm like, maybe be I'll do this today. <laughs> maybe I'll do this today. Um, uh, maybe I won't. It's kind of just like mm. a toss up, but I'm I don't have any like I'm not stressing about like you were saying, going anywhere, mm. which is which is good, I think.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I think mm-hmm. like that, I don't know. I'm learning, I'm, I'm cracking the code on what I think happy might be. Cause I honestly, like, I think happiness is just, at least for me, is just recognizing that like, if I've got enough to pay the bills today, amazing. There are people who do not. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I'm not saying that I need to do oppression Olympics or like say I'm better than them. It's just like, that's just a reality. It's just like, I can pay my bills today. What a treat. What a dream. Yes. That's it. What a
1: gift hmm
0: What do you I know you're talking about bullet journaling? Um I'm always talking about like practices. Like like how do you how do you keep yourself sane? What is your what is your your practice of life right now?
1: You know, I'm not really good at practices at the moment.
0: Good for you. Um
1: I I think what I do is I since what I do is so digital, yeah. um, what I try and do is do like more tactile things like cleaning or organizing or you know, even just like literally if I'm feeling stressed, it actually like relieves my stress to do chores because I'm do I'm using my hands or I cook or I go grocery shopping or I do something that's like out in the real world even though the internet is real, um, it just helps <clears throat> some to not do things that are so abstract, mm-hmm. like publishing a video, like what is that, right. you know? But if I can like cook myself dinner, then it's like, oh, I cooked myself dinner and now it's here in front of me. Mm. So that's my main practice. Um, like speaking of raw dogging, I generally <laughs> raw dog life because I don't drink coffee. Um, Ooh. I got weak lungs, so I don't be hitting nothing. So I'm out here You're experiencing literally, reality.
0: <laughs> like you are true, like it's like I'm over here just like, you know, like puffing on like my little like midday J.
1: Uh-huh. Because. <laughs> I wish. I wish.
0: Like I I sometimes look at that. I'm just like, how much of life am I missing out on? Because I mean, I'm, I don't know. Couldn't tell you, but it's, it's, it's these things where like, <laughs> I find myself like, should I be comparing myself right now? And I think the answer no. is generally no. no. Cause, cause it, like the only person who's really self-conscious about it is me. And that shame right. comes from what? Patriarchy, empire, and capitalism.
1: hmm Yeah. like, like so, learning- yeah, I, I've been like dabbling with, um, Delta Eight edibles. You know I live in Texas, so yeah. That Del- Delta, Delta 8. 8. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it's I've been trying to find my little my little vibe, but sometimes it just makes you go to sleep, and I don't. I'm not tired, so it's like, and I don't have trouble sleeping, so it's like I want. Mm, I need. I don't know what it is, but I, I was thinking about being becoming a matcha girl. <laughs> That's <laughs> like watch wasa- <laughs> that's like a slow increase of caffeine as opposed no no, no. To let me but. what
0: about may i suggest and i'll send you a, a cool creator his name is kevin wilson he is indonesian uh american uh like third culture but he makes mm-hmm. these gorgeous videos of him making chai and then also talking about life mm-hmm. while he's making chai and they're like well shot and like perfectly looped so i'm just like Ooh. like i live for a perfectly looped tiktok it's Truly nice, um, but maybe maybe chai from scratch, that could be your thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have I have my chai moments. Like my friend Amanda makes like this homemade chai for Christmas and like gives it to all of us as gifts. So I power through that. Um, so maybe I need to like make some for myself. That would mm-hmm. be good.
0: Yeah, you need to just like give it back to yourself because like you're in your 30s now. It's about you. Yeah. Are you in your 30s now? Are we in our 30s? Yes.
1: Yes. I am how old am I? I'm 31.
0: I do this all the time. I'm just like, "Wait, when did I
1: Time like... is weird because I turned 30 during the pandemic and now I'm turning 32. So it's like what's time? I'm 29 to my in my own mind.
0: Yeah. So... I'm I'm still 30, I think, because I turned 30 in November 2019 right before pandemonia. And like mm-hmm. that for me was like the Thanos snap, <laughs> and like, we're like we're all kind of like slowly starting to wake up in twenty twenty. I almost said twenty twenty three, to be honest.
1: we well, uh, you know something we don't know.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell y'all. I don't. Know. I don't know. Like, um, but uh, I mean, let me ask. Like, I want to. I would love to ask and talk about what's it been like being. Because we're both like doing shit on the internet. What it's been like from twenty nineteen when like it was really clear like what the path was and how to how to do the thing and where we're all headed, and then it everything changed. What changed for you?
1: Yeah. Um. What changed for me? I think. So, interestingly enough so I started working for myself in like 27, in 2018. Mm -hmm. And so by the time 2020 came around, I was actually tired of working by myself. I was looking like in January, February of 2020, I was looking for part-time jobs to see human beings. Mm -hmm. And so
0: Whoa. Ironically,
1: yeah, yeah. Let me tell you,
0: I want a a part time job just so I can be with other people. Like, co working spaces didn't do it?
1: Didn't do it. Did not do it. And I was (laughs) like, I'm ready to like work at the register at some boutique in West Austin and like sell double zero clothing to white women. Like, that's what I was just like, I've got ready.
0: I need to be with people.
1: And so, um, I was looking for jobs, looking for jobs. Um, and then you know, February slash March hit, and I was like, and back in the house we go, let's not look for those jobs. Mm-mm. So the pandemic really was kind of difficult for me because I was already done being by myself. Oof. So um yeah, 2020 was just mm. annoying because I was like, now I can't do the things because before running errands was my way of like leaving the house but in the beginning of the pandemic you couldn't even run errands you know what i mean like you couldn't go anywhere, anywhere so i'm like I, do
0: anything right
1: so i'm like i can't even go to a target a home goods you know like i can't even go to my like po box mm-hmm. um because they were closed there for a second but shit, um, so it was rough it was really rough, um, but it kind of, it kind of helped me understand more of what I do want to do and what I don't want to do. Um, mm, and I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be on that like machine of like influencer content.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to focus more on, you know, the sort of work that would get me the sort of jobs I wanted. Mm-hmm. and I felt like I wasn't doing that before. I was just kind of on the hamster wheel of like mm-hmm. making lifestyle type videos. So right. now in 2022 I'm trying to like not do that.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're, it's one thing it's like when you're real like when you're good at something and it's like it's like I can do this. Like I know that yeah. like it it will get the engagement, it'll get the clicks, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: like when I Like you said, it becomes a hamster wheel of just like, I have to keep creating this stuff because this is what is getting engagement and this is what is going to get the likes and the ads, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's uh, at the end of the day, if it's not what I want to do, it's not what I want to do. So what do I do with that?
1: Mm -hmm. And it's like, I didn't even, I would almost envy (laughs) People with kids, because I was like, at least they have somebody to put that on. I know it's not healthy, (laughs) but at least you can say, I'm going to grind for like three years, stack this money because I have a kid, because we need to like, I'm just providing for myself, you know? So I didn't really have anybody to put it on but my own desire. And once that desire stopped, I was like, well, I have to stop. There's no point in like pushing myself any further and making those types of sacrifices. Could
0: we just like pause and frame that real quick? (laughs) Yeah. Once the desire was gone, there was no need for me to do it. And, but that's like what so many of us, we get tricked into do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, 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 because I think I have to memory that just got unlocked. I had a Voice. I got my undergrad in music education and my voice teacher, Chris Mooney. Chris, if you're – Professor Mooney, excuse me. Um, (laughs) Can I call you Chris because I have a master's now? Are we cool? I don't know. (laughs) Let me know if you're listening. Uh, But I remember I was really struggling my freshman year because, like, my parents were divorcing. I was queer and, like, blah, 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 blah. And he just looked me dead in the face and said, Kevin, who told you that you had to do this? And I went (laughs) – and I just started crying because I didn't know I didn't know mm. who told me and it's just like I thought that I had to and it was also like when I traced it back it's like'm I'm, af- I'm afraid that I'm not I'm not gonna be taken care of like like I'm afraid that if yeah. I don't do this I won't be able to I had a division of disaster. And that's what kept me mm-hmm. doing the things that, that I didn't want to do. It's also what kept me in the closet for so long. was just like, I I mm-hmm. had like this lie of, I have to do this. And it's so freeing yeah. to know, like when you, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
1: My therapist was like, what did she say? Um, She was like, You can't, right now we're working on me not managing other people's feelings.
0: Yes. Come on, Um, no more Kodo.
1: Yeah. So she was just like, you have to, like, it's the right decision because you made it, not because of what they'll say because of your decision. That has like, that's none of your business. Your business Mm. is yourself and i was like fine oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so when you say managing other people's feelings there's like you want to make sure that their feelings are okay or they're they're comfortable
1: yeah or maybe not even comfortable um just avoiding conflict ah. um because i hate and we talk about this in therapy too i hate explaining myself Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely came from a very, because I said so upbringing. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of transferred to me and I'm, if I find it very difficult to explain why I'm saying something or doing something or thinking something or feeling something. And I just defer to because I said so, and I get very frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of that, I avoid conflict because conflict is all about saying why you said so. <laughs> Right and arguing, and I hate arguing. So oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Gosh, because like when I tell you like what you just described to me sounds thrilling. Um, <laughs> and because
1: okay, Scorpio, Scorpio, ah, <laughs> you
0: know, <it's>... okay, Scorpio, one hundred percent. But I'm not for the point where just because I want to fight people now. I mean, this is when I'm um when I'm at my like absolute, like when I'm centered and I'm like, you know, I am one with a guru and whatever. Um, I really do. Cause like I have, are you a Star Trek fan?
1: Uh, no,
0: totally fine. There, uh, there <laughs> uh, I've been talking about it a lot recently because uh, I think it's brilliant. There's a, basically a race of space nuns. And they have this one of their things is absolute candor that they always say what's on their mind, what's passing, the feelings, no matter what, out loud. There's no ambiguity. No one keeps secrets ever. Period. And uh, and it's always to tell the truth. Just like and even if it offends somebody, it's just like, well, would you rather me lie to you? Mm. And mm-hmm. and that's really what it comes from uh, for me. And so like when I approach things now, it's just it's I just see it from that place of like like once I may, once we're able to say exactly what we're thinking without fear of being rejected by the other person or the other person hurting us, oh man. But that also requires the other person to be at a place where they can have that. And most people are not there. Ugh, which yep. is why we develop the way we do.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely.
0: Welcome to therapy, everybody. Did you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sucks, mm-hmm. but it's also yeah. great.
0: How long have you been in therapy for? If you want to talk about um, that.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, in the summer, it's going to be, I think, I think it's going to be three years in mm-hmm. the summer. Mm-hmm. It started in 2019.
0: 29- yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. How did you find I your think... therapist?
1: Yeah. Um. It was a mixture of therapyforblackgirls.com cross referenced with psychologytoday.com cross referenced with
0: triple um, cross ref
1: right yeah with other like austin area databases um so yeah that's how, how I found her
0: mm. what is the... Uh, you were saying that it's like right now the thing you're working on is uh not managing other people's feelings. When you mm-hmm. first got into therapy, like I don't know, I don't know how for about for you, like I came in and I just started crying. Like for like mm. maybe like a good solid three weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think for me, I my like personal brand amongst like my friend group. Um, is just like icebox. Like I used to be such a, definitely warm when it comes to my outward expression, but internally just like ice. Mm. (laughs) So I think when I started therapy, I was just kind of sitting there (laughs) like, are you going to ask me some questions? Or (laughs) like, I think the biggest thing I did is proved myself wrong that i don't have feelings i think i grew up thinking that i don't that i'm chill like oh i'm easygoing. i'm chill i don't really feel that many things Mm. um but really i do i just don't talk about them and so i think when i first started therapy instead of like i didn't cry a lot i was just like just talking more than i typically do i'm usually a pretty quiet person Mm-hmm. So for me to sit on the couch with a stranger and just, like, blah, 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 blah and then blah blah, 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 was very, like, surprising for me. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is very interesting because just, like, I guess, like, I'm not saying, like, the character you put on the internet, but just, like, I guess, I guess people just assume every single internet human is verbose all the time.
1: Um, right. I Yeah, I think, like... I was thinking about that the other day, actually. And when I make video, I only make videos about things I know about. Mm-hmm. And so therapy is where I talk about things I ha- I don't know about. Mm-hmm. um, Or I haven't figured out. when Whatever I post on the internet, I figured it out already. I'm talking about an old problem or mm-hmm. an old story or, you know, something that's happened in the past. Um, but when it comes to t- processing the present mm-hmm. um that's where things get a little gross <laughs> and so i just leave that yeah therapy.
0: that's weird because oh, that's not weird let's <laughs> that's different from me that's weird uh-huh. why don't you just talk about <laughs> i fully apologize what i meant to say was uh that is different from how i do it and how i
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh i think i don't know half of what i believe until it comes out of my mouth
1: Wow.
0: Um, does does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, there will be times you an
1: external 100%, processor.
0: One hundred percent. Which is, uh, I took a I, I took a break from therapy, and now I'm thinking I'm just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I should call her real quick just to just a right, check in right. just a check in. Mm-hmm. Um. But when I'm working on stuff, I think I'm similar in the fact that it's just like I, I will talk about things I know for sure, and I th- and uh, I guess like uh, I understand that those things is it's always something I'm going to be learning. Like um, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, there's a concept in a course in miracles that says that we you only teach that which you which that which you wish to learn yourself. So,
1: oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. So, like, the more I think, like, the reason I love talking about all this, all my spirituality shit, and living, and just like how to be human a little bit, you know, um, mm-hmm. how to make friends in your thirties, how to like process your trauma as an adult, like, uh, I talk about those things and I teach those things because it's something that I want to become better in myself for my own, for my own sake. Because, like, I, mm-hmm. if, I if I'm gonna have to be in this body for God knows how much longer, like I would, I'd really like to enjoy it, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm.
0: What do you want to learn? What's something that, that you're interested in now that you're on this side of things?
1: What do I want to learn? I mean, I think I still am learning how to... Okay, yo girl is mm-hmm. an avoidant attachment? Um, yes. <laughs> so I guess I'm learning how to trend more towards secure, but I'm very much avoidant. So I'm just trying to learn because because your attachment style, you do it to keep yourself safe or your perception mm-hmm. of safety. And so I, I guess I'm just trying to learn that safety I can't say that it 100% comes from within because other people can obviously be unsafe.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. But
1: I can take care of myself. Mm. But not in an avoidant way, in a self-trusty way. <laughs> I yeah.
0: was going to go to that. I'm just the Hello Psychology Today right here. But that really is. It's just. It's. I think when people say that they have trust issues, in some ways, I wonder if they they we are trained to believe that it's. I have trust. I have trouble trusting other people, because people have betrayed me in the past and all these things. Yes, 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 yes. True, true, true. People can betray you always, no matter what, even the people you love and respect the most. Uh, including yourself, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so what I have, what you, what you said, is just like, I, I have to trust myself. And I think the, the, the real trust that we have to create is like, I trust that if I see or feel my boundaries being violated, that I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to take care of myself. If I feel my mm-hmm. energy dropping and I need to take care of my body, I'm going to do that. I don't have to, yeah. able, I don't need to worry about trusting other people anymore you know because Mm -hmm. i know at the end of the day i have my back and i can and because of that i surround myself with people who also you know have that same kind of ethos and because Mm -hmm. i love myself i get to love them they get to love me it's a nice little reciprocal process
1: yeah for sure because it's so it's so easy to in my case run away and be hyper independent Mm. um but it's trusting it's almost like man how do i phrase it it's not saying that nothing bad will happen it's saying Mm -hmm. that you'll be fine if bad things happen like Mm -hmm. you can actually get through it because for me it's like this wall of like how will i ever get through this confrontation like what will i do and it's like well life will continue with Mm -hmm. this new information and like you won't die from the information. <laughs> I tell can, people. Like...
0: I tell people sometimes. Listen, the worst part about this whole like becoming uh, like an, a conscious adult in in the world is the worst part is likely will not kill you. Yes, that's the worst <laughs> part about it.
1: <laughs> yep. And so, yeah, I just want to continue to learn how to do that. It's hard. The biggest thing I've learned is when people say. Things take time. They meant time, time. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh so. yeah. That's tell you what. It's it's a it's a uh, paradox again, because like, um, it's that weird. Like you were saying, just like I find safety within myself, and something I try to practice for myself is that I know that peace or at least the possibility of peace exists within my person at all times. And so if I can remember that, you know, what that feels mm-hmm. like, I can do the things that are going to lead me towards that. Um, and when I do that, it's like, oh, uh, it's done. That's This is what I came for. This is what I wanted. And what's mm-hmm. changed? I still have the bills still have I still, yeah. uh, still got to get the leaves raked I still got to um uh, I still got to wash my hair like mm-hmm. but I'm I I know that right here right now I'm okay and the fucking wild thing is that's it this is that's this is it. this is like the peace that you can find through loving yourself fiercely and taking care of yourself like that is what congratulations the kingdom of heaven is within you like love is here right now you like your life can mm-hmm. be better if you just yeah. from a your life can be better right now that's what i'm yeah that's what Actually. i want to constantly learn shit <laughs> mm. it's weird because it's like it's both right here and also like you said time
1: yeah yeah, because like
0: we it's like we feel the peace we like we're doing the thing I'm taking care of myself and then and then this thing happens and it knocks, up, knocks our, knock us on our ass or whatever and we're mm-hmm. surprised and I'm like why are you surprised yeah. this is the nature of
1: the world you're mm-hmm. not practiced and it's, also, it's also like practicing yeah yeah you were gonna say that. it's also practicing of like the first time let's say you struggle with like you struggle with like saying your opinion to a specific person. Um, the first time you do it, you're gonna be like, well, actually I think XYZ, but if, the more you practice, the more you're like, I think XYZ, what's the problem? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so it takes time. And mm-hmm. also it like when like the inner self gets really scared in that moment, just like it's like wow, like you At least for me, that's how I get is when I notice any of like my, when I notice any of my emotions, this is where like, I'm a freak maybe because like, (laughs) I'll notice when I'm happy Mm -hmm. and it just exponentially expounds it. I'm like, ah, like I just, (laughs)
1: because
0: again, psychopath. Uh, And then also like, I can really see very clearly when I feel sad or upset and it's just Mm -hmm. like, like, wow. I'm like, look at that. It's like you're just huh. And I don't say anything about it. It's just, hmm. Just
1: and then observing.
0: And then I get, and then at that point, it's like, well, what do I want to, it's not good or bad, but what do I want to do with this? How am I going to take care of myself? How will I return to love? If you want to call it that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. Look at you. Look at us. Healing Dang.
0: shit. Hey, <laughs> goddamn. Like, tell you like This is what I like about you is is, like we can be like stupid as hell and like go, you know, be fun and silly. And then we can also just sit down and inadvertently Mm -hmm. talk about career life and all that shit. Can I ask one thing, re like Evelyn of the Internet's content things? Mm -hmm. What was it like to have Beyonce play your fucking video on the Lemonade stage?
1: It was, time is so weird. Time is so weird. It happened yesterday. That, right. It. To this day, it almost feels not real. Like maybe it was like a fever dream or like a sleep paralysis, <laughs> nightmare dream type thing, um, like alternate reality. Um, mm. but, it but it's not. Was, it was this one. It was wild. And it was like, (laughs) it was wild. I don't, I don't don't know how else to say it because like, you never, I did, I never thought that that like that was not within the realm of possibilities. Mm. When I made that video, I honestly thought like someone would see it like from Beyonce's atmosphere. Uh-huh. Because that's how the internet works. You know, I know like people are crawling looking for stuff, but I never thought in a million, trillion, zillion <laughs> years <laughs> that that would be the outcome. It was, it was crazy. And I also got to go to, um, the Houston show. She, she did a second Houston show. And I got to go to that one and we were sec- third row? Second row? <laughs> we, were like, we were right behind like the friends and family rows. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa.
1: Um, which, let me tell you, was so annoying because it was full of like businessmen and their small children who didn't know Destiny's Child. Because they're seven. They were born
0: in 2001.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, not even. They were probably, they were probably, if this was 20, I don't know. They were born in the early aughts. And so they were just yeah. like sitting there on their devices. And I'm like, you better stand up when Beyonce comes. just fucking group. This is, <laughs> this
0: is like, this is the motherfucking Pope. Like.
1: Exactly. Like stand up. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, wow. Yeah, it was crazy.
0: Listen, Beyonce, if you're listening to my podcast, <laughs> <laughs> listen, all like it's it's outside of the realm of my possibility. But so I say, who know? Mm-hmm. Who can who can say what my Lord may do for me? Lord, I have seen what you have done for others.
1: Period. <laughs> um,
0: I I like you. I oh, I, do. I like you too. <laughs> I just really do. Like, I um, when our when we get filthy, stinking rich, let's let's go uh, to like Amsterdam or some shit, something wild.
1: Mm. Let's mm. go to France,
0: eat some cheese.
1: Oh yeah. Mm. Oh well, yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen, I I've been to Paris before, and so my I want to I want to relive oh. one memory, which is. Uh, getting a bunch of like sandwiches and like food, sitting in the Louvre Gardens, just looking at the city. Wow. You know, smoking a menthol and just being, <laughs> being a French ass bitch.
1: Absolutely. Um, I stand.
0: We love. <laughs> um, okay. I have five questions, kind of a little rap- okay. rapid fire that I'm trying to implement on my episodes to wrap it up because I think it's cute. Um, I've actually asked you these before, I think, maybe somewhere Mm -hmm. else, or maybe you're asked It's like, so five questions. It kind of works with your hand, too. So what's one thing you like about yourself?
1: Um, One thing I like about myself is, I mean, obviously, (laughs) my sense of humor.
0: You're very Um, funny. For
1: sure. Thank you. all Yeah.
0: (laughs) For those of you like not watching the video, like I like just go back. Marker for like time marker 4315. You'll you'll see why we're giggling. Um, what is one thing that you're super proud of?
1: Oh, what am I super proud of? I'm super proud of. Mm, I think I'm super proud of showing up for like my friends and family in the way that I want to and in the way that they need. I feel Mm -hmm. like it feels good to like be a good in good relationship with people. So I'm proud of myself for that because it's I've had a lot of like pandemic related anxiety Mm -hmm. around just like seeing people, even though I desperately want to. And now I'm like, when, how, what do we talk about? Nothing's different. (laughs) Everything's the same. Thanos So I think I'm proud of just. Right. So I think I'm just proud of me still like keeping in touch with people, even if it's not that much.
0: <laughs> Listen. We're, yeah. One day at a time. What is one thing that really pisses you off? Like a pet peeve.
1: Ooh. um, Texas. the totality of the state greg abbott ted cruz all them hosts
0: literally Um, y'all can go fuck yourself royally and then also get saved and do the right thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's all just repent (laughs) listen i'm this is why i'm an old church lady because I'm, i'm i call for repentance (laughs) <laughs> try it hard bitch that's what y'all fucking need Ugh, white people group myself in uh okay uh what's one thing you're really committed to
1: um, oh i see what you did there okay um one thing i'm really committed to Hmm, what am i committed so I mean, honestly, the 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 test has come back, and the results show that I'm still committed to this freaking job. (laughs) I'm still doing this. Um, I think I'll always do this Mm -hmm. in some form or fashion, making videos in some way Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. So I think that's the thing I'm most committed to right now.
0: Brilliant! My dog is—it's t- we're playing tug of war. Over here. Have you ever met my dog? Do we
1: meet my dog? Uh notice in pictures. Hi, tippy dog. Oh, you're big. You're big.
0: Yeah, she's like forty pounds now. It's pretty wild.
1: Wow,
0: a vicious monster. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, this—I'm uh, not the—I—I I love being an unprofessional person. <laughs> Just like, I'm just like, I'm going to, it's like, you can't smoke on the air. I'm just like, cannabis is here, people. Like, get over <laughs> it. Uh, Last one. Uh, What's one thing you want to do before you die?
1: Oh, hmm. One thing I want to do before I die. It's, it's weird because it's like definitely possible. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. I want to be completely naked on the beach.
0: Yeah, listen. There are clothing optional beaches in France.
1: Really? Yes. Because here's my thing. Here's my thing. I also Mm. need to be in an environment where people have seen brown areolas before.
0: Yes. 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 yes.
1: So I need to be like in a in an area where like we're all just like here.
0: Yeah. We need to find like
1: ocean. Mm -mm -mm.
0: Yeah. We need to find like a. Queer black, brown ladies centric yeah. yes. space. Yes.
1: yes. Because
0: I I love a clothing optional space. It's something I Ooh. didn't know before.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, went to a clothing optional beach and uh <coughs> excuse me. Um it was great. It was very liberating because just like all these different kinds of bodies. Nobody's really no one gives a fuck. And I'm just like, if that... Yes. Everyone nobody actually gives a fuck about you. They're here to be naked for themselves. Let me be here naked yeah. for myself.
1: Mhm. I think that's what I want to do.
0: Well, you heard it here folks. Uh subscribe, like and subscribe and maybe you'll see a, a future travel vlog. And if you want if you want the un, if you want the completely uh, uncensored version, you gotta get the super <laughs> premium package on Patreon, super premium. <laughs> and you I'm talking and you have to pay annually. It's a Absolutely. thousand it's a thousand dollars a month, but I'll get I'll take five percent off <laughs> if you pay annually, and then you can see my news. This is our, my pitch for my OnlyFans guys.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: gosh! Wait, this is
1: it. This is <laughs> OnlyFans. OnlyFans.
0: But it's like, it's like, it's just very tasteful. Just here's me and my friends out being naked on our beaches. Like
1: having a picnic, eating very, sandwich, shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> very taste. Like the weird. Oh, I got to stop. <laughs> I got to stop. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for coming on and like, like putting up with me. It's like truly like, we'll be in the same place soon. I, do. I feel it. I believe Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Tell people on the internet, if they don't know, how do they find you on the internet?
1: Yes, you can find me on YouTube, on Instagram, um, at Evelyn from the Internet. Um, that's mostly where I reside. Mm. <laughs> oh Patreon.com slash from the internet. That's mm,
0: <laughs> it. A. Oh my gosh, sorry.
1: What was that?
0: It was the it was the post driver, but like the light oh, hit okay. right in my like I was assaulted
1: by the light.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what Paul felt on the road to Damascus. You know what I'm saying? get me
1: off the phone.
0: That was my conversation with my friend, my internet cousin. Um, just what more could, nothing more can be said. The fabulous Evelyn from the internet. If you want to follow her, follow her at Evelyn, uh, from the internets, go on YouTube, look her up there. And then if you want to subscribe to her Patreon to check out her new video podcast with her bro called this may not make sense. Uh, you can check that out over at patreon.com slash from the internets. She is truly (laughs) its sensational. I've watched, I've listened to every episode and I just, I fucking love it. It's so good. Um, Evelyn, I love you. Thanks for taking some time with me. I really do need to come hang out in, 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 uh, in austin we need to go out we need to luxuriate we need to do something you want to go on a trip let's go on a trip okay anyways credits for the show as per usual this show is supported by the incredible 120 people over on the crowded the crowded table is a spiritual social club for all heretics and doubtful believers Um, as long as you're not an asshole because i'll kick you out if you are (laughs) So if that sounds like something you're into and you want to support the show, please go to thecrowdedtable.mn.co and sign up today. Uh, I would also love for you to sign up for my newsletter um, because I have a second book in the works and uh, I have some new workshops coming up for the summer. I don't want you to miss a thing. So you can go to thekevingarcia.com slash subscribe and subscribe today. And you'll also get a free sample chapter of my book as a little thank you. Uh, What else? Ooh writing a review would be wonderfully helpful for me so if you are on apple podcasts please take a second and leave a rating and review it really does help us push us up over the edge and if you're on spotify or wherever you're listening to it you can leave a rating there too it also really really helps um because also this is free this is a free little podcast that you get in your ears every single week and there's thousands of you listening and so i don't see why you can't just take a second to do that as a little bit of thanks Am I shaming you a little bit? I don't know. Maybe you can interpret it as you want to, but a girl loves to to have her egos. All right, I'm going to stop. Anyways, I love you so much. Until next time, please take your meds, call your person, eat something delicious, shake your ass in a a way that makes you feel seductive and fun. And I love you. Take it easy and... uh, Until next time, this has been another episode of another... mm -hmm. This has been another episode of A Tiny Revolution. I'm Kevin, and I will see you next week, beloved. Bye!